Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I am, I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right I love that look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local target go grab a can and share on social media tagging at c4 energy and the it's me tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are c4 smart energy stay focused Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums, and art galleries. You guys, I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I'm about to fire up my group chat and book a trip because I literally love getting an amazing deal on a five-star hotel. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot think of anything better. Plus me, you know, I love the sun. I love to lay by a gorgeous pool, sipping a drink, knowing that I'm going to a fabulous restaurant that night. And I love that it won't be overcrowded. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Hello, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks. Happy Friday. How's everyone doing this week? I am getting a little weird in my phase of hibernation. And this happens to me every single January because I get so into it. And I told you guys this was going to happen that I start getting a little weird. And by that, I mean little hermit vibes, not really wanting to leave the house, getting like very into TV and books. And like, if I don't get my reading time, I get all like cranky. I love a routine. Give me a routine and I'm a happy lady. 
I honestly, I, I would be great in a cult because first of all, I'm very susceptible to peer pressure. And also they would like give me a task. They'd be like, go and like churn this butter every single day. I'd be like, fine. I love it. I honestly would feel so needed. I would absolutely love it. Uh, please don't come and get me if you're in a cult because I, I won't be, be able to leave ever. I digress. I I'm enjoying hibernation so much and also being alone. I think it's like a mixture of not going out, not drinking, and then having so much plug in the wall time. And I I tend to overdo it sometimes. As you all know, I'm rewatching Girls right now. Episode coming. I promise. I have so much to say. It's I really, really recommend rewatching it, even if you didn't like it that much the first time, because I remember watching it the first time and I, I loved it. Like me and my roommates would watch it every Sunday night. I remembered it was like one of my happiest times, but I was so annoyed by it. And now watching back, I'm like, this is genius television. And I didn't appreciate it for what it was, maybe because it was like too loud, a.k.a. it was speaking about my generation and kind of what it means to be a young millennial girl um more on that in a in a coming episode anyway I am just really enjoying cozy time like I I got to go to a Clippers game which is so fun and so cool like in a really good suite and when it was time to get ready I was like should I cancel and then I was like tanks you're being too weird you're being too weird uh tomorrow we're celebrating Chloe's birthday so as I mentioned in the beginning I know someone's gonna see me out and just so no one is like you're doing dry January as I mentioned six weeks ago I will be taking a one-day hiatus from dry Jan to celebrate Chloe's birthday she's one of my best friends and it's important to her and like I said I feel comfortable enough with where I'm at with my dry January practice that I can do that and you should all make it what you want and uh god bless I'm going to start a new thing this year. Um, oh my God, I just caught a look at my hair in the studio camera. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but I'm like trying to go back to blonde or I don't really know what, but it it's looking rough. It's giving the, um, the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Like that's my current aesthetic for wintertime. Uh, this year, I want to do every Friday Rose and Thorn. I really suggest you do this with your friend group, especially if you do something on Sundays together, which I also suggest you do, especially if you're in your young 20s or, you know, maybe you have kids. Do it with them. I think it's so great. Some people call it peak and pit. Some people call it Rose and Thorn, whatever you want to call it. I think it's such a nice way to like practice gratitude and just share what's going on. I also have a tip for you if you're doing it. Like the more specific, the better. There's nothing worse than when you're doing Rose and Thorn. Like I, I think my boyfriend had like never heard of it. And then I was like, what's your, your peak and pit of this trip? And he was like, my peak was like, um, being in the sun. And I was like, that's way too vague. Like that's way too big a thing. It's best if you're really, really, really specific because it's more interesting. We always used to do it with my group, friend group, uh, when we were having our Sunday night dinners, it's really fun to know what's going on and also what sticks in people's minds, right? Because you think back and it takes you some time to get a really specific moment of something that was like actually a peak of your week and then something that was actually a thorn in your side. So without further ado, um, my peak or my rose was Miso and Viche literally slept on the cat scratcher together. Like it's a small um, circle on top of a cat scratcher and it's like Viche's post that's like where she chills all day she loves it and she, not only did she let Miso come on it they also then cuddled up and, and took a nap together and when I say the pride that was oozing from every pore that sounds disgusting I'm sorry the pride that was beaming from my face there we go that's far better I was just so happy they're finally getting along and just seeing them nap together like a little nugget 
chicken nugget pile made me incredibly happy. So that was my peak. My pit was I did a piece of sponsored content that I thought was banging. Like I thought it was so good. I turned it in and I was like, damn, I killed that. And they were like, you have to redo it. And you know what? Fair enough. They're the client. Like it's their idea, whatever. But sometimes I genuinely feel I, I that that's rare that that happens. Usually if I'm like rushing, I'm like, okay, they might ask me to redo it, whatever. I try to always give 110%. But you know, sometimes you're rushed or you can't think of an idea on the spot. This, I literally thought I killed it. And they were like, no, start again. So I was like, hmm, okay, interesting. Uh, what else happened this week? You know, guys, again, in keeping with my promise to be as open as, and vulnerable with you guys as possible, I have really been feeling the stress of long distance um, this week and I guess last week. It's so difficult with knowing what to tell you guys about my relationship. And when I went went to the Rich Mom Walk in D.C., uh, I met a bunch of girls who were like, now that you're in a relationship, Tanks, like we want more episodes on actually being in a relationship and and dating like your boyfriend and those stories. And it's so hard, right, because I he doesn't tell his side of the story. Right. I mean, there's a couple of issues. Like, first of all, if I sat here and bitched about him, it's not really fair because he doesn't he doesn't tell his side of the story. So I always try to keep it positive. But then my fear is that, like, you guys only hear me saying nice things about him. And I don't you know, that's not a realistic relationship. And it's it's just not always the truth. You know, sometimes we fight or, you know, like right now I'm I'm really just feeling like the stress of long distance and I haven't before. So it's really hard to strike a right balance. And also, I think you naturally want to say the good things. But again, I don't want to create like this false expectation. And I think so much of the time we see on social media, like influencers and their perfect boyfriends. And it's like, well, that's I mean, everybody fights behind closed doors, like everybody has problems, whatever. But I don't want to be messy. It's not my style to be like, and then this and this and that you're probably rolling your eyes being like tanks. All you do is ring him out for not putting away his shit when he's staying with you and that's true but that's just like playful to me but yeah I think it's difficult we're also very we're we're very like physical in the sense that like it's a lot easier for us to uh finish an argument or like end an argument if we're like in the same space and we can like touch and hug and stuff like that like that's just how we are I've always been and so when we're far apart I think it's just a little bit more difficult um Yeah, I'll say this. I think it's so important, and I've been thinking about this a ton lately, that whoever you're with, you argue well with them. And when I first heard that concept, I thought it was so strange. I was like, oh no, like the goal is not to argue. Like, what? That's crazy. But um, arguing well, by that I mean, and again, that's not my concept. I can't remember where I read it, probably on goop.com or whatever. It's like you're both more interested in finding a solution than being right. Think about that. Like, you know, when you get in a fight with your significant other and and they're like, you know, you're trying to prove your point and they're trying to prove their point. There has to come a point where you both look at each other and you're like, okay, like I might not see it your way and you might not see it my way. But like, here's some common ground. Can we just meet in the middle? And like, that's more important to you than being right. And that's something that I've really had to learn over the years. And obviously every boyfriend I've had is different, but that's something that I'm incredibly dedicated to now is because I'm like. I don't I don't want to be angry and I don't really care that much about being right. Like I hate arguing. I really 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 don't like it. 
I can be a little confrontational in relationships, but only because I'm not a passive aggressive person at all. Like I, I used to do that shit when I was younger. I used to be like go in a strop or just be like kind of quiet for a day and like have them ask a million times like what's wrong what's wrong I don't do that anymore now I'm very like very much like oh this is really bothering me or this hurt my feelings but in that vein as soon as I say it I'm almost like ready to let it go so learning a lot about myself but I do think that that's important um in relationships is like you're both care more about resolution than being right or quote the winner because like there's no winners in arguments. So stupid. And like, again, I think that's a big maturity leap when you, when you kind of cross over. So anyway, that's just what I'm dealing with right now. There are so many books out there. It can be hard to choose one, but becoming a book of the month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress and there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and Book of the Month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer so important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool, or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's Z-O-L-A dot com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Today, I want to talk about Instagram stories, okay? Those little fucking Instagram stories. It's insane how a five-second image on our screen can cause so much stress in our lives. Very, very common question on AMA. He ghosted me, but he's still watching my stories. Or what does it mean if he's watching my stories, okay? On the whole, Here's what it means. Are you ready? Get out, get out a pen and paper. Write down N-O-T-H-I-N-G. Nothing. Is that how you spell nothing? Yeah. Okay, cool. Dyslexic queen over here. It means nothing. Watching, I mean, think about when you watch someone's Instagram stories. How often do you do it? You probably do it for about 20 minutes a day. You sit there, maybe you're at work and you're bored, you're doing it under your, you know, with no sound. Maybe you're on the toilet, maybe you're waiting in an office, maybe you're waiting to get a manicure, you know, maybe you're lying in bed drooling on yourself like I do all the time, just having a scroll. It means almost nothing. I want to back up and say that I think the reason that so many people are so anxious and depressed, I really mean this, is because of social media, and specifically that it has made us feel like we have so many channels to manage re-communication with our friends, but also with potential romantic partners and also with our partners, right? I think that is a major cause of the rise in anxiety and depression. I'm not a scientist or a doctor, obviously, but that's what I think. The fact that you have to think about whether a guy is texting you, calling you, FaceTiming you, DMing you, responding to your stories, watching your stories, watching your Snapchats, responding to your Snapchats. And then you could throw an email because you know, maybe he's like a corporate king. Who knows? That's far too much. That is far too much for one brain to deal with. And yet we do it. And so I want to validate all of you. It's, you're not crazy. Like I'm not belittling you for, for worrying about that. But I'm here to offer my two cents as to why you can't put much weight in Instagram stories, okay? 
Like it's literally insane when you think about all the different channels. And I do think that women's brains, the way that we think, we're more detail oriented. So those little things stick in our head. You know, we we are seeing a guy, maybe we're dating him. He's the first guy to watch our Instagram story. Could be chance, could be chance, but it could maybe, maybe not. You know, that's how we're thinking about it. Whereas a guy doesn't even check if a girl sees his Instagram story. I mean, I hope as as a straight cis man, you are not putting up an Instagram story. But if you must, but if you must, you're definitely not checking to see if girls are are watching them. Um, And it's funny, right? Because I'm the first to tout the importance of texting. Like you guys always know, I say, if he likes you, he's going to text you. If he likes you, he's going to text you no matter what. He'll double text you, blah, blah, blah. I really feel the opposite about Instagram stories. Why? Because it's, it, it is the channel, you know, when I was talking about all the channels before, it is the most passive channel. It takes next to nothing to watch someone's Instagram story. You open up your phone. Instagram's probably the first app you go to. You literally just tap on the circle. Like it's, you are tapping with your finger. Okay. Everybody watches everybody's Instagram stories. And the reason that I wanted to do an entire episode about this is because it's symptomatic of people, especially women, not being in the, but do I like him mindset, right? Because if you're at the point where you are actually asking me or actually asking a friend or telling them like, oh my God, but he watched my Instagram stories. Like if that is the only modicum of evidence that you have that a guy likes you, I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to put down your phone, drink a glass of water, go outside and breathe some fresh air and ask yourself, is this what I want to be spending my time thinking about? Again, I want to be razor, razor clear that I, razor sharp, razor clear, who knows? I want to be crystal clear that I'm not judging you because uh, trust me, literally years of my life were spent doing this shit. But it's from a self-worth. It's from a place of self-worth. It's from a place of me wanting you to know that you should know that someone likes you and you shouldn't have to like act like you're literally Sherlock Holmes picking up the tiniest of clues that a guy likes you. Right? Like you're not a literal detective finding a strand of hair and being like, oh my God, this means something. Because you deserve more than that. And it's hard. Like I said, it's really hard not to get caught up in that shit. I think the most common scenario that I hear or that people experience is like, he ghosted you, but he still watches your stories. In that instance, I would say it literally doesn't matter. And then you might say, well, what if he did a flames emoji? A flames emoji? He used his thumb to send you a flames emoji on a picture? I don't give a fuck. And neither should you. Like just sometimes it really helps to say something out loud to yourself, to a friend, like just explain what actually happened because we get caught up in like the vernacular and like whatever words we're talking so fast. We're like, oh my God, he, he literally responded to my story, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Use your words. Say what actually happened. Say he was sitting on the toilet. He saw a picture of me looking fine, looking hot, looking amazing. And he used his thumb to digitally send me a flames emoji. That took 0.5 seconds of his day. It's literally the lowest lift on planet Earth. If all he's doing is watching and maybe responding to your stories, please throw a funeral and move on. Now, 
if he's watching your stories and texting you and planning dates and, you know, everything is going good and he's also sending you flames emojis, then fine. Great. Like it's add it to the party. That's fun. But if it's just story watching and story responding, no. And also you might be saying, well, what should I do if I wish I'd learned this earlier because it once I did, it was like the most powerful thing. What if he's only responding to your stories? Like that's it. Like even with words, even if he's like hot, cool, nice. When are we hanging? Here's my, here's my, what I'm going to say. Don't respond. Don't even fucking heart his flames. Don't even heart his, you look good, whatever it is. He will either get the message and send you a text like a big boy or he won't. And then good riddance. I promise you. I really don't even want to say this out loud because like I wish there was a way to filter it so that no straight men could tell uh, could hear me telling you guys this. But I believe it to be true. Like the only thing that that type of fuck boy responds to is not responding. Do not tell the men that we know. Okay, I'm serious. This is serious. That's classified information. And and I don't want anyone coming in here saying, Tink, you don't you stay not to play games, blah, blah, blah. That's right. I don't. But when you're dealing with a fucking clown, sometimes you got to bring out the the squirty flower or whatever, you know? Okay, moving on. Ah, here's an interesting note I have. What if he's not watching your Instagram stories and you really have a hunch that it's on purpose? Let me tell you a story. I was dating a guy. I'm in a giving mood, so I'll tell you that you you all know who he is. He might be a notable man. And we had each other on private story. And he was literally a professor of the dark arts when it came to game, comes to game playing. Like, I'm not kidding. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good with that kind of bullshit. But damn, even I was tested. He was like Voldemort level of game playing. Um, you know, we're dating, talking about it. Da, da, da. All of a sudden, he stops watching my stories. He's still posting stories. and. I was posting on my private story and he wasn't watching it. So what did I do? Match his energy. I stopped watching it back. Now, this is a very niche case because he was very into game playing. And like I said, and so then when I ran into him at a party, he was like, what's wrong? You're not watching my Instagram stories. And I was like, you're not watching my Instagram stories. I feel like I'm going crazy. And this is why I say don't play games because it's like everybody just ends up looking like a, a damn fool. Um, if he's really not watching your Instagram stories, then either A, He's really not into you, in which case, by good riddance, that's clear cut. He's playing games like to the level of not watching your Instagram stories. And now when I think back to the story I just told you, I'm like, the fact that I even let this dude get in my head about Instagram stories, the fact that I was sitting there at a party at age like, I don't know, whatever, 29 being like, you didn't watch my Instagram. Like, what? What the fuck? Like, just take a breath again and know that when you meet someone who actually likes you and you like them, you will not be doing any of this shit right? Um, like maybe they have you muted, but like, don't lower yourself and degrade yourself and be like, do you have you, do you have me muted? Anything to do with this shit is just like anything to do with not watching your story is like bad news. It's bad news and it's manipulative and I don't like it. Okay. Now you might ask Tinks, should I post a thirst trap on my private story to see if he's watching my stories? Or part B, to get him to respond. And my answer is, can you? Yes. Should you? I don't know. I mean, if you're at that level of like needing to manipulate, 
what's the point? You guys know how I feel about this. You should never have to manipulate someone into dating you. Like, I get it. Yes. Have I done that? For sure. Absolutely. Have I put up, you know, pictures that I know certain guys will think are hot? Yes, of course. But like that never resulted. Here, here's a very powerful sentence that I think is going to stick in your mind. I've done all that shit. It's never resulted in me having a boyfriend. It's resulted in me strong arming someone into dating me for like a few weeks, which ended in flames. But that has never resulted in me having a boyfriend. Like that's not how it goes down. So just be careful of like where you're spending your energy. But again, I want to reiterate, if he is simply just watching your stories after ghosting you or not asking you out or all this other shit, who the fuck cares? You have better shit to do with your time. Please, I beg of you. Don't even get me started on the new, I don't know what you would even call them, Facebook statuses on Instagram. That reminds me of when I used to be like emo on Facebook and be like, I would put, you know, as my Facebook status, like Christina Najjar is like thinking about someone or like whatever. I just like, I'm so glad that my Facebook is gone because like I would just cringe so hard, like literally, or the classic is like, I would put that I was listening to a song that I knew a guy would like, like, oh my God, the shit that we do, the shit that we do, the truth is, and the truth will always be when someone likes you, you will not have to do any of this shit. You won't have to Write a text out before in your notes app or check it with your friends. You won't have to play games on Instagram stories. You won't have to check to see if they're watching your Instagram story. Like they're going to like you and you're going to like them. And then you're going to look back to these times and be like, damn, that was a whole bunch of fuckery. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone's January is going well. I like I have been looking so ugly or out and about LA right now. And it, I truly am just shocked at how ugly I'm willing to look when I go out in public these days. It's it's actually shocking. However, me and my best friend Jyoti, when we were younger and we were growing up in London, and we were kind of like, we were a duo and we would kind of only hang out with each other and we would love to go clubbing on the weekends. I know, bad girl, underage, woo. Um, But what we would do is like, we'd have this thing where on Saturdays we would almost try to look as ugly and possible in preparation for the transformation so we would like go downtown in like sweatpants with like a hair mask on like looking so beat and then we would do like a, a full transformation and I'm doing an elongated version of that in January like I'm gonna fix my hair I am doing dry jan getting my skin right getting I'm working out. It's really been a struggle, I have to say, getting back on the workout train. I'm not, it's not coming easily to me um, right now. So pouring one out to anyone who is going through that. But like I did go to Pilates two times this week. Ooh, I know. Someone give me a medal. Um, when you see me at the end of January, I'm going to be a new woman. So if you see me before then, no, you didn't. Uh, I hope you share this episode or maybe another episode or just me and my podcast in general with a friend. It would mean the world. I love you all so much and I'll see you on Monday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go, and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024, the spring's coming, and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.